Welcome to the most energetic, positive, happy, and healthy podcast in the world. Living the dream. Dream stands for diet, rest, exercise, attitude, and meaning. I'm your host, certified health coach, motivational speaker, sober since July of 2016, American Ninja Warrior competitor, two-time world record holder, and ultra-marathoner, Matt Scaletti. Here we go! Welcome back, everybody! Okay, I'm a Backstreet Boy fan. What can I say? They've had some good songs. Sorry, my wife's an sync person, but I digress. That's not what we're here to talk about today. What we're going to talk about today is how to control overeating. And by the way, this can map over into many different areas in your life. I must disclose before we go into this episode, I am not a psychologist, psychiatrist, I'm, I'm not either one of those. I'm actually not even a nutritionist or dietitian. I'm a certified health coach, certified health coach, fitness nutrition specialist, and I do have some knowledge in this area. I've coached many people in my life, and I feel like I do have some value that I can add to your world through this content on this very episode, and I'm pumped to give you these ways that you can control overeating. I've used these before with clients of mine, friends of mine. It's worked for a ton of them, and that is the only reason why I feel qualified to put this podcast out there and hopefully give you at least one idea you can use to help control overeating, binging, whatever you might call it. And I actually had multiple people request this podcast episode on things you can do to help yourself control what you're eating. So I hope this helps all of you that requested this. I listened to you because here it comes right now. I want to talk about how to control overeating. What I'm going to do is I'm going to give you four steps. I'm going to give you four steps that I've used personally. I've taught other people to use and have seen some pretty darn good success in people's lives. The first one, I'm just going to jump right into this thing. The first one, change your story, change your life. Change your story, change your life. You are not the same person you've been unless you allow yourself to be. What does that mean? Well, what it means is if you're telling yourself in your head, I'm an overeater, I'm an overeater, I binge eat, I overeat, I know I'm going to overeat, I'm just going to overeat, I'm going to overeat, what happens? Boom, you overeat, right? It was like me with alcohol. I, I like to drink, I love to drink, I love being drunk, I like getting tipsy, I like to, and then what happened? Before you blink, I'm four shots in and I'm tipsy and I'm getting after it. I told myself the story that I am somebody who drinks alcohol to have fun. That's the story I told myself. If you're listening to this episode, maybe you tell yourself, I overeat. That's what I do. And you tell yourself over and over and over. You keep, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy because you keep backing up that, what you're saying with the actions. You are not the same person you've been unless you allow yourself to be. Think about that. That's powerful stuff. Change your story, change your life. Your self-talk is humongous with this whole thing. 
If you consistently tell yourself something over and over again with enough conviction, with enough enthusiasm, with enough power, it's going to be true. It's just going to happen. I promise you, with anything in your life, that's why this can apply to you if, even if you don't overeat anything, what you say to yourself over and over and over again is eventually going to be true. If you say to yourself, I just, I can't, I can't hold on to a girl. I'll never, I'll never end up dating somebody. I'll never get married. I can't hold on to a girl. I just don't connect with them. It'll never happen for me. Guess what? That's probably true. It's never going to happen to you. Because you keep telling yourself that over and over and over again. Your self-talk is huge. It's one word. This whole thing, how to control overeating, how to control a lot of things in your life. It must start with one word and that word is believe. You must believe that you can change. You must believe you can change your story. If you don't believe, it's very difficult to get started. You need to come up with that strong reason why you want to change and connect to that reason why. And I think that'll help you stop overeating. It'll help you do a lot of different things in your life. If you connect with a strong why, a human being can do almost anything within reason. Kind of within reason, sometimes not even within reason. People can do the unreasonable, which is amazing. You must believe. You must believe. Then once you have the belief you need to celebrate when you don't overeat. You can condition your brain to get excited when you just eat just enough, right? Uh, who Tony Robbins said when he, he was overweight, I think he was like 40 pounds overweight. And what he used to do is, this is amazing. When he'd have a big plate of food, he would start to only eat maybe like a little over half of the plate, push the plate away and start playing his favorite song and dancing around in his chair, celebrating the fact that he did not overeat. You can do the same. You can condition that brain of yours to get excited when you don't crush food and then feel like garbage 30 minutes later. Condition your brain to love not overeating. It'll make it fun to not overeat. Sing the, I'm healthy, I'm healthy, I push my plate away, I push my plate away, that song, right? Get excited, make it silly, have fun. Then you condition the brain to get excited about not overeating, and then it'll be easier to not overeat, right? But that all connects to one thing, which is you must believe. You can do it. You can change your story, and if you change your story, you'll change your life. Powerful, powerful stuff. Now, we talked about this in one of the other episodes, which is number two, change your question. Change the question you're asking yourself. A lot of people that I've worked with, and I was like this too, the question is, why do I overeat all the time? You know, and then your brain, it's, it just sounds silly, but that's what it does. It makes sense. It's logic. Your brain comes up with reasons why you overeat. And why it'll start to say things like, like it used to tell me, why do I overeat? Why do I eat all this dessert at night? Well, because you're a slob and because you're lazy and because you don't deserve any better. Your brain can go into some dark places, right? We've all been there. You come up with some terrible question, it's going to come up with awful answers. And here's the whole key. This is the scariest part. You'll start to believe them if you keep asking the same questions over and over again and your brain keeps giving you the same answer over and over again. So what is, what's the answer? The answer is ask better questions. 
What if you asked yourself instead of, oh my God, why do I binge eat all the time? Why do I overeat? Why do I eat like crap? Why do I do this to myself? Why me? Ask yourself, how can I get healthier? How can I get healthier? You flip the whole question on its head and your brain comes up with so many different reasons on how to get healthier now. Not that you're a slob, not that you are just lazy. It comes up with, oh, what if we put this in the refrigerator instead of that? That's how we could get healthier. What if I exercise for just 20 minutes each morning? Oh yeah. So number two is change your question. Change your question, that way you'll get better answers. Talk about ways, how you can control overeating or how to not overeat, you could say. The third one is a huge one and it's, it's very simple, but it's very powerful. And it's one word again, it's convenience. Convenience, us as human beings will often do between two different things. We will choose the one a lot of times subconsciously that's most convenient. So how do we use this in your example, in our example? If you want to stop overeating, how do we do it? Make it convenient to not overeat, right? Well, how do we do that? Well, one thing you can do is identify trigger foods and do not have them in the house or make them very tough to get to. Make them very, very, very tough to get to. This is a huge, huge, huge deal. Convenience is power. Convenience is power, especially in your house. If there's trigger foods and they're right in front of your face constantly, you're eventually going to give in. Willpower only lasts so long. We talked about that a few episodes ago. Willpower only lasts so long. You must make it convenient for you to not overeat. Make it convenient for you to not overeat. Don't have the trigger foods right in front of your face constantly. But again, you must identify what some of those food, we all have those certain foods that we just crush if they're around us, right? Be careful with those foods. Exchange them out for something you still enjoy, but you know you won't eat, you know, 74 of. <laughs> it's happened. I'm laughing because I've done this stuff before. And the last one is this. And actually the last one's probably the most powerful, not only with the whole idea of eating healthier and not overeating, but in life in general. I truly think in life, this is the most powerful thing, which are, which is the people that are around you. People that are around you. I was at a, speaking at a school not long ago and I was talking to one of the teachers and he said, he said to me, you know, Pick out one of the students, just, you know, pick out one of the students. And I said, okay, how about, you know, that, that boy over there? He said, I can tell you exactly how it was going to turn out. And I said, what do you mean? And he said, with pretty good accuracy, I can tell you how he's going to turn out. And I said, okay, tell me more. Like you have my attention. He said, look at the three to five people that he hangs out with the most. That's who he's going to be. That is as powerful as anything you're ever going to hear on any podcast with me or anybody else. It seriously is that powerful. Jim Rohn, who was the mentor of Tony Robbins, who's arguably one of the greatest speakers and uh, personal growth people of all time. He probably is. Jim Rohn said, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. You're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. How the heck, Matt, how does that connect to overeating? Well, here's how it connects. 
If you're hanging out with other people that overeat, that are overweight, that are not healthy, you're much more likely to act like them. It's just human nature. It's human nature. I did it. What did I do? How does that apply to what I did in my life? Here's how it applies. I used to drink a lot and I used to go out at 9 p.m., 10 p.m. on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday and stay out until you know midnight, 1, 2 o'clock in the morning. So what happened? I met people in my life when I was out and drinking. So I met people that liked to stay out late and drink alcohol. What's that mean? It means I probably didn't meet a lot of people that like to work out early in the morning because when you're drinking alcohol until 1 a.m., it's hard to get up at 5 a.m. and go lift weights or go work out. I was around people that ate a lot of unhealthy foods late at night because that's what I did. You become like the people around you. How does that apply to overeating? Well, like I said, hang around with more people that are healthy. Get a mentor or mentors. Get people in your life that do not overeat, or I should say this, that manage it. Because I still, I overeat, I'm not saying every night, but my wife will laugh because there's definitely nights where I'm like, oh, why did I eat that extra, you know, whatever it was. Even if it's something healthy, like a sweet potato, if I eat two of those big ones, I'm probably going to struggle. I'm going to overeat and I'm not going to feel good. So what's the challenge? What's the takeaway? What can you learn from all that information I just threw at you? Here's what you can learn. Or, or here's the challenge. We can just do a simple, simple challenge, which is identify a trigger food. And I'll give you an example. I'm laughing because for those of you that know me know this. My trigger food, or one of them anyways, is almond butter. Almond butter. If you've seen it in the store, it's actually really expensive, which makes it easier to not eat. <laughs> but I love it. I love, love, love it. If it's in our house, a jar will be gone in two days. And I just, I can't really control my intake. It, I think it tastes so, so, so good. And every now and then, I mean, I mean, like every probably four to six months, I'll buy a jar. My wife will laugh because it'll be gone in you know two, three days tops, and I'm crushing it. But that's my I, I identified it. I know that's a trigger food of mine. Now you need to do the same. What's a trigger food of yours? And then make a plan to overcome it and believe in yourself that you can overcome it. Small steps. I give you four big steps that you can take. Over time, I'm not suggesting you're going to turn off this podcast and do all four of those right in a row, which is A, change your story, believe in yourself. That's number one. Change your story, believe in yourself. Number two is change your question. What question are you asking yourself? Change that question to a more empowering question so you're going to get a more empowering answer. Number three is convenience. What foods are you making convenient around you? Are you making convenient the foods that you'll binge eat, overeat, and just crush a ton of calories? Or... Are you making convenient like apples or vegetables and hummus or something healthy? And number four is who are the people you are around? Who are you surrounding yourself with? That will tell you who you're going to be more like. It's just science. It's psychology. It's whatever you want to call it. It just happens that us as human beings, we become more like the people that we're around all day, every day. Boom, there you go, there's your challenge. Identify a trigger food, make a plan to overcome it. Don't buy it or hide it or whatever the plan is. I want you to succeed. I want you to use these four ideas, at least use one of them immediately in your life 
to try to help you not overeat. Remember to celebrate when you push that plate away, when you've had enough food, but you're not overly full and you don't feel bloated. Celebrate that. Play that song. Dance around in your seat. I'm dancing right now, even though you can't see it. Get excited for yourself because you did it. You took a big step towards a healthier you. I hope you got some value out of this. I love doing this episode. I love trying to help all of you. Please, please, please give me more suggestions. Because as you can tell, this episode was all about you, the listener, because you asked me these questions. I'm going to do my best to give you the answers. I love you. I'm out of here. Thanks for listening to another episode of Living the Dream with Matt Scaletti. I'm so grateful for you. Please share this podcast on your social media so others can benefit from this valuable content. Also, please subscribe to my podcast because if you aren't, I am watching you. (laughs) Check me out on social media and message me if you need me as your keynote speaker. At Matt Scaletti on social media. I respond to all messages. Thanks and I love you so much. Oh, 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 oh,